When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourself. So today, got an interesting one. <laughs> I usually don't go down this path, but what the heck. Uh, it is from our whistleblower, Emory Smith, uh, who I've been watching pretty uh, religiously, if you want to use that word. Um, <laughs> ironically enough, with aliens. Um, so... Uh, he talked about this very interesting program within the government um, that he caught wind of, and they they basically were creating a zombie army, and the purpose was to do a mass depopulation event by spreading a virus uh, with this zombie army. So what he found, and we'll get into it in a little bit, but what he found is pretty fascinating. So, first of all, let's kind of take one step and say, hey, what is a zombie? Well, you know, we have all these shows from The Walking Dead, World War Z, and we're pretty familiar with what a zombie is, right? Basically, an undead corpse um, that comes, you know, that came back to life. So, a a previously dead person coming back to life, quote-unquote undead. And, of course, America and American, you know, literature and television have been littered with all of this <laughs> recent um, voodoo, or not voodoo, but uh, zombie stuff. But we know that it, it goes back to Haiti uh, and Haitian Creole traditions um, where it comes from the voodoo religion, where they they talk about a person who actually produce spells uh and this man uh was a voodoo sorcerer named bokor um and a lot of these voodoo stories actually trace back all the way to africa as well so we kind of have an idea for what zombies are but what is the technical term or technical meaning for these programs within the government that were going to create a zombie and why would they use zombies right kind of doesn't make sense let's take a look at it so emory smith states that um they were creating clones originally and the fact that they were creating these clones they were having some mixed results they were mixing first of all they were they were having mixed results with their success and then they were also mixing dna from et's and humans to try to figure out the best way to create um, a clone 
clone army maybe to to utilize in in the best form possible meaning how would they have the most control over this clone army not have it become too independent or too self-aware so that it was going off and doing its own thing for its own interests but having cl clone armies so that they could utilize them maybe drop them off in a in a certain uh war box area or kill box in a zone in a, in a war theater um to destroy the enemy um and if they died well they were clones anyway right so it wouldn't be, you know, they wouldn't have to report back to family members and things like that. Um, so, you know, that's that's what that's what it seemed like they were really originally trying to do. And then the, part of like an offshoot of the military said, hey, you know what? Um, they, they, we can use these for other purposes. And Emory Smith stated that there's a certain group in the world that's the cabal, basically, that is hell-bent on basically having a depopulation agenda, right? And a lot of people reference this, like, Agenda 2030 and depopulation events and depopulation plans. And he stated that this certain group was interested in using these clone armies um, for, or these zombie armies is basically what they were. They were basically just brain dead. They didn't have a soul, so they didn't have, like, a... a true purpose we were creating these bodies but they didn't have like a true purpose and their their brain capacity wasn't capable of like independent um awareness right and that's what's really interesting as well before we get into the cabal part is that you know when we reference the soul the soul has these lifetimes that it's lived uh according to a lot of these whistleblowers not just not just me if you don't believe in that that's fine but there's a soul, a soul within most of us that has lived many lifetimes but once you create a clone of a person that clone doesn't have a soul the, cl the clone wasn't wasn't supposed to be here it was man-made and so it doesn't have a soul and you can adjust its intelligence as you're creating it so that it can basically be your robot so to speak you know it can it can do things, it can speak, but its intelligence level is way down, and it only has one thing on its mind once they program it correctly, and that might be to be an army and to, to take out the enemy. So there's a lot of benefits for that, right? You don't have to have your own soldiers die. You don't have to have all these deaths on your hands, you know, and that kind of thing, at least from our perspective. So there's a cabal out there that wanted to utilize some sort of clone army to, or zombie army, to spread this virus to kill 98% of the population. And apparently this has been a plan for a very long time, and they've been, this cabal has been working on it for quite a long time, according to Emory Smith. And he stated that they have actually tried to make this happen. They've actually gotten pretty close to executing the plan. Uh, three times, three major events uh, in recent history. And apparently every time they try, just before they're starting to launch the plan and launch the mission to spread this virus to kill 98% of the population down, what happens? Apparently there's an angel species uh, of, of aliens that come down, very angelic, they come down and they stop the cabal every single time. So 
very interesting species, right? Obviously, apparently, you know, there has to be some sort of agreement in the Galactic Federation to allow for such a cataclysmic event to happen to a species. So if one species, you know, some rogue species or rogue group of humans try to kill off a whole bunch of other humans, um, you know, to the point where it's like a mass extinction, right? I mean, there was the Holocaust and that did happen. Um, and some people do link that to alien species. Um, but in this case, that's uh, not not the case. This would be like a 75 to 80 to 95% kill rate. So you have to get approval. <laughs> if you don't get approval, um, apparently, you know, there's like this United Nations that won't allow it to happen. But what I found really fascinating was, you know, and I'm so, I'm very fascinated with like near-death experiences and angel encounters that they actually talk about an angelic species that actually came down and stopped this. An angelic species. You know, it's not the Nordics, it's like an angelic species. Although the Nordics have been known to be called, you know, angelic to, to some degree. They do seem to have some sort of glow to them. But this angelic species was described by David Wilcock as uh, a species that many whistleblowers have actually talked about. And many whistleblowers, even though many whistleblowers are compartmentalized, many of them also hear things through the grapevine and they hear about stories or they may be directly involved with them, some of these projects. And they talk about every single time it gets stopped. Thank, Thankfully for us, right? <laughs> that would be a big problem. But what's interesting about this is that it kind of links to the Georgia Guidestones. You know, if you were paying attention and listening to the podcast, the Georgia Guidestones were exploded uh, just a few, what, a few months ago in early summer. Um, you know, somebody let off an explosion and it took one of them down. And then the county that owned it, owned this property, which the original creator gave it to the county. Uh, the county was then responsible for it and they demolished it. I think, I mean, it's obviously that it happened on purpose. They obviously took that down on purpose. And that those guidestones were meant to stay there in case of an, a, a, an environmental disaster so that we know how to stay in, t in touch with nature, how to keep ourselves, you know, alive, give ourselves some information and kind of rebuild society. So whoever built it was trying to help, you know, humanity rebuild society, even though, the population number seems to tick off a few people because it tells us to keep our population under 500 million, which is pretty low, which is kind of like the 2% of the population, right? So um, that's of the, of the world, not just like the U.S. or something like that. Um, <clears throat> so that being said, you know, there's a lot to think about here. You know, if you believe in the Georgia Guidestones, you could think that, you know, they were built by somebody that follows the cabal, or you could believe that they're created for the benefit of humanity. Additionally, what worries me is that there are some, you know, important historical documents that are getting destroyed. I mean, if that, if the Georgia Guidestones got destroyed, could it be that there is a plan in place to try to end you know, a significant amount of the population that may be successful because if they took that out, you know, that's like one of the only pieces of communication that was in eight different languages that could be, you know, used to rebuild. 
Uh, even though it didn't have that much information on it, it gave kind of the building stones to society. Um, nonetheless, going back to uh, the zombie art army issue, um, go back to these notes here. What's interesting also is that <clears throat> they also erected some animal beings when they were doing these tests to make them one have one goal in mind, to destroy anything that's in their path and they were going to use those in drop zones too so not only were they, they going to use a zombie army in a drop zone either to spread a virus or to annihilate an enemy but they were also creating like these large bears um with extra dna just not bear dna but extra dna to be able to train them and be able to use them for warfare now this isn't that uncommon because we do have project oxygas where they were training dolphins to drop bombs on Russian submarines. So it's not that uncommon. Um, some of the the methods that they were using to create these clones were utilizing different frequencies, different peptides, different amino acids, different DNA swaps to create the zombie army. Um, again, you know, <clears throat> let's move forward here. We talked about the fact that the Cabal tried multiple times and they were stopped multiple times and I think this is also really interesting too because it reminds me of an episode of the uh, the television show Jesse Ventura did conspiracy conspiracy something um, <laughs> and he did it with Alex Jones and they tracked down in Georgia ironically enough we keep talking about Georgia um, Georgia Guidestones and down in Georgia they found a FEMA camp and they had like all of these black um, uh, coffins. They were just black plastic coffins that could hold like five people within each coffin and they had like a hundred thousand of them they counted out and they believed that those were going to be the kind of the beginning of this massive plague that was going to come. Um, and he also interviewed a doctor and this is a long time ago but um they interviewed a doctor who flew in for the interview and flew right back out of the United States. She did not want to be in the United States. Talked about a coming pandemic that uh, would be administered through uh, these shots. Um, and that people would voluntarily get these shots as well if a virus presented. So it sounded a lot like COVID, but it could sound a lot like a bunch of other viruses too, right? I mean, any virus that pops up and we get a cure for it, we're gonna we're gonna take it you know a lot of people are anyway um so that being said what do you think about the zombie army i mean do you think that there could be a zombie army out there that they could create Corey good talks about the fact that there was a zombie army as well as emory smith as well as david wilcock who has talked to other whistleblowers about this they also talked about a totally separate program that was made to counteract the zombie army in case it got too out of control. Now, who was, it, who was in control of that program? Could it have been our own military creating an oppositional force to combat a cabal's zombie army? It definitely could be. You'd have to roll out these soldiers quickly if you're going to use a clone army uh, or whatever com combatant you know, military operation that you were going to propose. One of the things Emory Smith also talked about was if they had to end some sort of 
virus that was killing off 98% of the population, the extraterrestrials, the Galactic Federation, could spread some sort of cure in the air, an aerosoled form uh, antidote to kill the viruses that were killing our population, the mass amount of population. So there's there's a lot of like good evil, you know, wars going on out there, wars for resources, wars for DNA that's going out there that that we don't even know about. Um, and I think that's that's really interesting as well. Um, luckily, we have some people that are apparently pretty good at staving off the wars because um, <laughs> we haven't noticed them in our skies, luckily enough. Um, but nonetheless, I'll leave it there because I have another podcast I really want to bring to you guys. Uh, just thought it was interesting to talk about the zombie army from a little bit of a historical perspective, a current military perspective, how it might have some interaction with COVID to a degree, and then also how we were saved by these angelic species of aliens that seemed to save us three times. Um, Could they be higher dimension entities? Could they be entities that are in our dimension, uh, merely with a higher technology? Um, You know, that's what's really interesting, is that we have these angel stories from, from other humans, and we have these other angel stories from the whistleblowers. So, what do you think? Let me know what your thoughts are. I'll open up the comment in the uh, comment section of Anchor. Uh, I'll also do a TikTok about it. And, um, yeah, we can talk about it on Facebook or whatever. And uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, thanks for joining in. Hopefully you guys are having a great weekend, taking care of yourselves, uh, taking care of your spiritual health, your physical health, your emotional health. So important, guys, so important. I can't stress it enough. Meditate, exercise. Pray, whatever you want to do, uh, you know, uh, read a book, um, get rest, eat right, follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, whatever those may be this weekend. And as always, continue to question the universe. It's a big universe out there and we got lots of questions. Until next time, guys, take care. Lockdown Universe out.